Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What is the weirdest thing your parent does or has done? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And Bradley, why are we asking? Um, we are asking because I came across this Reddit thread uh, as prepared by someone over at Yahoo. Uh, BuzzFeed, really. Um, <laughs> had these like delightful responses to this Reddit thread about the weirdest things your parents have done. And it involved, for example, this this mom um, really loved this cute little mouse, uh, sort of like tchotchke, and was like, oh, look at this cute little mouse holding a present, and gave it to her. Um, but it wasn't holding a present. The mouse was actually holding uh, a little tray full of lines of cocaine. <laughs> oh. um, a dad, apparently... Oh uh, as one person said, as my father gets older, he started to wash his paper plates and reuse them. Oh, someone clogged the toilet and my mother-in-law digs up this plunger from the basement. Okay. Well, wait, what? Uh-huh. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? I, mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think there's a picture associated with oh, this. Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, it's a long, very long. Oh plunger. God. It's like eight feet long. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> so yeah. I thought, I bet you every, well, I mean, again, parents, as as our parents get older, we're like, um, I don't understand why you're doing this. For example, I'll start you off, by the way, waiting for your call, 651-641-1071. What's the weird things your parents do? My mother has like seven bags of open chips, and they're almost mm-hmm. all the same chip. Mm-hmm. Same with crackers. She has like, her pantry is just like one like forgotten open bag of something. Yeah. Yeah. I super get that. Uh, 651-641-1071. What is the weird thing that your parents do or have done? Um, and do you, when you go over to your mom's house, do you finish those for her? Well, yeah, we usually, <laughs> well, the, we'll start testing our way through them because very often they're stale and it's like, okay, we're just going to let this bag go. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a little funeral for why, it. And, and often like she has, again, same boxes that are open. So it's like you have one box of the same thing already open. It would be one thing if you had like, like I do this and mm-hmm. Jamie hates it because like if we have two flavors of something yeah, and I'm like today I might want this flavor right, and tomorrow I might want the other flavor. But to him, it's like you don't open one flavor till you until finish done with the other because oh then you have two bags open and that is wasteful. Thank you, Regis. Oh God. It's so frustrating. Um, but in her case, in my mother's case, she literally just has the same, like, it's the same cracker. Mm-hmm. Why are, <laughs> did you forget? I mean, you had to go to the pantry to get right. the box. Right. One you would think you noticed right the open box. They're right next to each other. 651-641-1071. What's the weird thing your parent does or has done? Uh, Jeremy's on the line. Let's go to Jeremy. Hi, Jer. Hi, Jeremy. Oh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's that weird thing that your parent does or has done? 
My dad mixes 50-50 water with his warm pop. And what? then he always changes warm pop, and then he changes flavors, so he can't drink out of cans because he had chemotherapy. So everything has to be a two-liter bottle. So he's got five, you know, open bottles all the time, so they're flat. So he oh. drinks flat, warm oh. pop mixed with water. Oh, my God. Oh, my God gosh. bless him for at least being like, I'm going to water this down a little bit so I don't get so much sugar. Does he tell you why he does that? That was kind of his theory was less sugar in it, but... Have you tried water it? Flat, watered down pop. Have you tried it? No, we we learned really quickly to bring our own beverages when you <laughs> yeah. went to his house. There you go. There you it. go. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you, Jeremy. Jeremy. I love that though. Like, you don't want that's not. I pass. don't want that offered to me. Yeah, no, I'm no. Pass. Thank you. Warm pop is not my fave. And flat warm pop mixed with water. <sighs> Kylie's on the line. Hi, Kylie. Hi, Kylie. Kylie, what's the weird thing your parent does or has done? Okay, so something super weird my parent has done. I had a, some cats growing up, and our neighbor kept taking our cats, and they kept telling me that our cats were going to meet their girlfriends in Texas. And I just thought that was something funny I wanted to share with you guys. What? What? Yeah, they, our, we had this weird old guy who was our neighbor, and we found out a few years later that he was taking our cats. But my parents didn't want me to know that they were, like, oh. getting taken away. So they oh. were like, oh, yeah, Hayden, he's going to meet his girlfriend in Texas. That's where he went. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I feel like that's, that's terrible. But also, I know. like, I, wow. I, Kylie, I'm sorry so many of your cats went to Texas. I know. That's how I felt, too. I like, I'm, like, 19 now, and I'm like, Mom, Dad, you know, we have a lot of cats that go to Texas. I hope you don't tell my other siblings that they went to Texas. I know. Well, I'm glad that they told you, because at some point, you would have gotten a cat and been like, why isn't this cat going to Texas? Yeah, also, you might have gone to Texas to try to find your cats. Exactly, right. I've been thinking that all these years, and I'm like, I wonder if they have, like, little cowboy hats on and stuff over there. Oh, Kylie, thanks, thanks for your Kylie. call. Uh, Sharon Sharon Lee is on the line. Hi, Hi Sharon. Sharon Lee. Hi. I hope you can hear me better. Hopefully so my mother, uh, when I was a teenager, she, you know, people got warts. So what she would do is she'd take uh, an apple, cut it, and rub it on the wart, and then go out in the backyard and bury it. Okay. And that's how dealt with warts. Oh, uh, warts. I was I like, what is she rubbing it on? So she was rubbing <laughs> apples on a wart and then she would bury it? She would bury, uh, she would bury the apple. And she believed that that would get rid of your wart. Did it work? <laughs> well, when I told her, when I tried to bring some reason to it, she just looked really embarrassed. The other, She would do weird things. She would, she would um, turn on a TV in the kitchen and a TV in the den and watch them both whenever okay. anybody came over. Wow. Like she <laughs> really know, wanted you I to be there. I got embarrassed because, <laughs> you know, I'd be talking to my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law was from New Zealand and she'd talk about sex with my, with her, with my brother. My mother, instead of just telling people quiet, she would just, Go and take clean dishes and start washing them. Oh, God. Just <laughs> uncomfortably Just wash dishes. Oh, gosh. I love it. Sharon um, Lee, thank you so much for your call. That's that's funny. <laughs> that'll, that is weird. That's some weird stuff, you guys. Good oh, job. That sounds like a really entertaining Reddit thread. Uh, oh, for sure. I mean, it, it literally, and you can find it on Reddit. If you're on Reddit, it's it's under the funny pass 
uh, on the under the funny subreddit. Um, but you can just look at the BuzzFeed article, people sharing their parents' weird, hilariously weird behavior. That's so funny. I love it. Um, Holly, you got any weird stuff to add? Well, my grandma was kind of like Jeremy's parents. And as much as my grandma would always crack open a can of caffeine-free Diet Coke, only drink a little bit of it, and then put it back in the fridge. Oh, that's the worst because it doesn't ever taste good. No, it doesn't taste good. And it was caffeine-free Diet Coke. Mm -mm. So basically it's air. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. she would drink maybe a third of the can initially and then put it in the fridge. (laughs) And then I don't know if she ever got around to drinking the rest of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm never going to know. You know, those (laughs) those open cans might still be in a refrigerator somewhere. I do feel like the older you get, the more beverages you collect. And I'm that way, like around the house, I'll have like three beverages going at once. Yeah. I'll have like a sparkling water, Mm -hmm. my bottle of water, Mm -hmm. and then coffee. Yeah. I'm the same exact way. I actually, like, I shudder to think how my kids would answer this question. Oh, well, let's ask them. And some of my things are inherited. Like, my mom saves all the paper bags and all the plastic bags. And I don't know that they ever get recycled or reused. There's just like this endless pile. Yeah. I have crates. Okay, so it's time to let them go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, occasionally yeah. I go, this is madness. And then I start to recycle them. Yeah. But like, it, the pile gets real big before we get to that mm-hmm. place. Because I don't know why I don't just recycle them. Yeah. When we return... On the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to check in with Brunchen. That is a publication ship made up of Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen. And uh, Giselle is getting real cryptic. We're going to talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. Well, there's a publication ship that we've been following because they have been making us follow them. Uh, and that publication ship is called Brunchin on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, and uh, Brunchin is made up of whom, Bradley? Bram Stoker. No, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchin. And what is the latest? Well, on things, these two who, are, who may or may not be divorcing. Yeah, like, you know, we've said, like, everybody's talking about it except the two of them. Well, this is like the most. Uh, obvious intentional act revealing something perhaps on the part of one of them that they are paying attention or they would like us to have thoughts and opinions. I think that's the case. Like what I'm saying is I believe they want us to think that they're getting divorced. They may or may not be. I assume they are. Mm -hmm. Let's just take them at their word. Sure. But I think they're the ones planning these stories because nobody else would have gotten any of this info without them making it available. Yeah. That said, this seems like she's actually going, hi, I'm over here and this is real because according to page six, while he's throwing footballs, she's throwing shade. Oh, hey, hey. And they bring up this post on Instagram by Jay Shetty, who is the, I don't know, like, I don't want to say guru to the stars because he's like a person in his own right who has his own career. And um, you would remember him uh, from the person who officiated at Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck's uh, recent wedding number two. Mm-hmm. We never got wedding number three. Remember that? We were waiting yeah, for their Hollywood wedding. I mean, there's still time. Yeah, there's still time. Okay, anyway. He posted on his... <laughs> they have forever. He posted on his Instagram one of my favorite things. Although I will say, 
he does this thing better than most. Oh, okay. He posted an inspirational quote. Ah, uh, but it's his. Okay, that's you different. Do that. Yeah, sure I know. you can. Well, that's self promotion. When you're, you know, a guru to the stars and a celebrity philosopher yeah. extraordinaire, you're allowed to have your own words. Yeah, and, and that's just very shareable. Yeah, and and so um, here's what he he said. I also think it's interesting because it's like a quote that shows up on his Instagram and his name is underneath it as like, this is a quote from him. And I'm like, well, (laughs) it's your words. Anyway, you can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you. Mm. Read that again. Okay. You can't be in a committed relationship. Actually say to read it again. Yeah. It says you can't be in a committed relationship with someone who is inconsistent with you. Read that again. Ah! Meaning. Tell me what to do. That's, I think, like for emphasis. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's already telling you what to do because he's saying you can't I be in a right. relationship with someone who's inconsistent with you. And I'm like, honey, I can and I have been for the last 13 years. Like we all wake up on the wrong side of the bed some days. Sure. Right. But anyway, I'm sure he has a whole narrative about it. And, and uh, God bless him because. It's it's not many people on social media who are trying to offer wisdom and advice. That's not why we're here. Yeah, because he wrote that. But what does she have to do with this? She liked the post, which is the first oh. move oh. to say, I'm here. This is about me and my relationship. I saw that. And then she responds with an emoji. Oh, an eggplant. <laughs> A peach. A nope. barf face? Oh, no. Because that's yeah. what I would call it. <laughs> the smiling poop? Okay. Just maybe a passive-aggressive you two thumbs up. are being so negative. Oh, just tell me what... Mr. Shetty had some thoughts to share, and you had to poop emoji all over them. Well, okay. you know, well, well, also, in the, in the caption, he said, Love is a daily effort. Some days it may come easier and others uh, than others, and that's okay. But what you should always... But what should always stay consistent is the respect and admiration you have for your partner's values and goals. Okay, fine. She then liked that, as I said, and took to the comment section to drop an emoji. And the emoji is what people call the praying hands emoji. Mm. But I think, isn't it really just a high five emoji? It's supposed emoji? to really be a high five, but everybody uses it as a praying hands. But also can, I think, mean like... like um, Namaste. Yeah, like a thank you, like a... You know, like, I see you. Thank you for seeing me. Kind of like a humble gesture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Exactly. If your name is Giselle Bunchen and you're showing up as a blue check in the comments right Mm -hmm. now about relationships, Mm -hmm. you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I ask you, why is she doing this? Okay, so it's funny because at first I thought that quote, like, maybe she's like, oh, I see that because somebody's being inconsistent with me. But then when you read the actual explanation, the caption, I felt like it could mean something different. Can you read that caption again? Love is a daily effort. Some days it may come easier than others, and that's okay. But what should always stay consistent is the respect and admiration you have for your partner's values and goals. And he did the prayer hands emoji. Too. So mm. she, I guess, maybe was like fist bumping his prayer yeah, emoji. Yeah, like the prayer emoji in me sees the prayer emoji in you. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess I don't know what that means then. Because it very well could mean, because that's like a lovely, it's a tr- very a pretty true statement, 
right? Like, love isn't always easy. His caption made way more sense to me than the quote, because yeah. I'm not quite sure what the quote means. I think you can be in a committed relationship some, with someone who's inconsistent. If you're clarifying and saying that you should always, regardless of arguing and life happening, that you still respect and admire each other, sure. Right, and share values. And it could be the reason people are reading that as shade is that the thing that allegedly they're arguing over is that his value is football and her value has been the family and she would like to have some value placed on her career, but now they're valuing his career. Do you see what I'm saying? So I wonder if that's how people are reading the shade piece. I don't know. It does. I don't know. I still don't know. I mean, I think it's obvious to me. She wants us to know there's trouble in paradise. Yeah. Things are inconsistent. Mm. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. That is she probably doesn't what go she there. meant by that. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid. Idiot! After this, on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We tell you about them every day. We take it very seriously on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people do dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 Like? Like where? New York. New York City. Okay, so uh, a lady's been arrested for allowing her 10-year-old to do something. Mm. And it's what she allowed her 10-year-old to do that earned her crazy... Stupid idiot. Drive a car. No, that is not what 33-year-old Crystal Thomas was busted for. Fly a helicopter. No, but she was busted for endangering the welfare of a child. She was booked on a misdemeanor charge and released from custody on a town court appearance ticket. Uh, Her son was placed in the custody of Child Protective Services. This is interesting. I will say I... I did have some questions about this one. So um, Mm. she allowed her son to, I'm going to say, do something. Drink a beer? No. Similar? Get something? Uh, Oh. Cigarettes at the bodega? (laughs) No. Like uh, something from a certain kind of shop? (laughs) Okay, I didn't want to say it. Crazy Stupid Idiots, the movie? Yeah, basically. This was not, uh, no. Get something. She allowed her child, her 10-year-old son, to get something done to him. Oh, Oh. get his nose pierced. No. Mm, Tattoo. Yeah. Oh. But not just any tattoo. So apparently, uh, Crystal Thomas was arrested and her child was placed in Child Protective Services after uh, she allowed her 10-year-old son to get a large tattoo across his forearm uh, and that artwork was then spotted by a school employee who reported the illegal ink to law enforcement. The boy was tattooed inside a room at the hotel where Thomas and her two children reside. Uh, before the inking or before inking the boy, the tattoo artist got permission from the mom. The resulting tattoo was the boy's name in full block letters. Hmm. 
the tattoo is large enough you would need to sleeve to cover it up. I guess, look, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a parent, so, but I know you, but to, I mean, child I just, protective services? I mean, I feel like. If the tattoo's done. Right. Like, and the there's... boy wanted the tattoo and the mom approved of the tattoo. Are you not allowed to do that? I guess I didn't know that. Well, I guess I didn't. Maybe there's like a minimum age. I mean, I know you can sign for a minor to get a tattoo. But maybe they have to be like at least, I don't know. I don't something. know. I, I should probably brush up on those. I was going to say. You know, in I case like... I'm ever faced with that. I won't be. Yeah. I mean, I could see where like the child didn't want a tattoo because tattoos are, are painful. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, on a 10 year old, that would be extremely painful. And I don't, I guess I don't know the full story behind it. I don't really either. Like if the boy, I mean, I'm assuming that's what the boy wanted, but I guess I don't know. Maybe he didn't. Good point. But no, it says he got permission from the, I don't know. I was confused by this one. I'm slightly confused as well. And also, I hope everybody turns out okay. The tattoo artist was described by police as a person of interest who could face charges, including tattooing a minor and endangering the welfare of a child. The whereabouts of the male suspect are currently unknown. Well, maybe is it because it was not done in a sterile environment at like a tattoo parlor at a, yeah, like at a shop or something that could have something to do with it. Maybe. Will you please go along with me to North Carolina? Okay, sure. Never been. Well, we're going to go right now. You might not want to go back after I tell you this story. Oh, no. I would like to introduce you to 67-year-old Vernon Wilson. Uh, And this all went down in Burlington, North Carolina last Thursday. Um, He tried to get into somebody's home, and he was armed. What I do not know about this story is whether or not... He knew the person whose home he was trying to invade while armed. I don't know the answer to this. I don't know why he was trying to get into this particular home. Uh, And I don't really think any of that matters. Uh, What does matter, though, is how he was caught. So he tried to get into this home. The homeowner did not let him in, would not let him in, was able to hold the door so that he didn't come through it. Good. And then slam the door. Upon slamming the door, oh, I forgot about this. Uh, the guy who was trying to get in, uh, Vernon w- uh, Wilson, had a gun, and he did shoot that gun. Oh. And it did graze the person oh, God. in the house. Uh, but when he was able to slam the door and then lock it, Vernon, the criminal who was trying to get in the house with his gun, took off. Okay. When the police arrived at the scene, he had left something behind. Oh, like his driver's license? Eh, no. Um, This thing, though, did lead them to him, or at least his identity. Um, Let's say it was something that contained his DNA. Ew. Mm Mm-hmm, that he left behind. Like with the thing in the thing? No, mm -mm, not like that. Okay. Foot shavings? Ew. You're closer than you think. Foot shavings? Toenails. You're really much closer than you think. toe? You're so close. Hair from the toe? Skin from his finger. A finger. How do you leave a finger behind? Did he have a prosthesis? No. He was wearing a glove. And uh, when the guy slammed the door, he slammed his finger in the door 
and the guy took his hand out of the glove and the glove containing his oh god oh digit god, oh was god. left behind and they were able to use it to identify him he has a record he was already in the system i suppose they just took a fingerprint well yeah but like i feel bad for the guy cuz he couldn't get his finger back i mean i i i what i love is, is like the amount of empathy Lebowski? you have well, I mean, it's what, a finger. What did you say, Halls? It's like the Big Lebowski. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I never saw that movie. There's a toe mm-hmm. involved. Involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's facing charges for first-degree burglary assault with a deadly weapon and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Oh, that's nasty. I yeah. bet it smelled. The finger? Yeah. I hope nobody took Oh, you know somebody's did. Oh. There's somebody's like, I bet it smells. Ish. That would be quite a discovery, honestly. Um, when you I would, arrive at a I crime scene. I would have bar- barped, which is a combination of barf and... Oh, I thought barf and fart. <laughs> no, that's barted. Barped. But I barped. <laughs> I would have barped. Or I guess that would have been a, like a barf burp. <laughs> that happens. You know, you have those sometimes. Or burf. A burf. I burfed. Oh, I think I'm gonna burp. Oh, I just think oh, I'm gonna burp. I think I'm gonna farp. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just feel like you know you'd be like, oh, there's Farting a glove here. What's in the glove there? And then the person who oh, took I'd be like, oh, what's in here? Yeah. Plum, plum, plum. <laughs> in your hand? Can you imagine? Just pointing at you. Oh God! <laughs> All right, Bradley, where are we going next? Uh, we are going to Texas. Okay. And uh, I want to tell you about a 35-year-old Texan who did something recently. Uh, her name is Michelle Achoa. She is 35 years young, and she was arrested recently after police pulled her over in a vehicle uh, in which she was a passenger. When cops questioned Ms. Achoa, she openly stated that she had warrants for her arrest. That was nice of her. Hmm. A computer check confirmed this, and an arrest uh, was made. Uh, I guess she had failed to appear in court on a narcotics possession charge. A search of her bag turned up Xanax, for Mm. which she did not, surprisingly, have Have a prescription. prescription. Hmm, Elsewhere, they found cocaine, several uh, unused plastic baggies consistent with packaging for narcotics prior to distribution. There was also a scale and another occupant of the vehicle who had narcotics concealed on her person. Okay. That's a lot. Now, that is all typical. Yeah, garden variety right there. But this is crazy, stupid idiots. Mm-hmm. There was something about Miss Achoa mm-hmm. that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. What was it? After all the drugs and the drugs and the drugs and the drugs that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. Was it something about like what she was wearing? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was wearing... A decorative handcuff? <laughs> no. Okay. Much easier, much more common for crazy, stupid idiots in this situation. A shirt that said, I'm a crazy, stupid idiot. Very close. Okay. Ding, ding to the almost dong. Mm. A shirt that said, it's the drugs. Dare. <laughs> oh, I love this. She was wearing a dare shirt saying, saying keeping the kids off drugs. Well, I of course, because she was the using irony. them all herself. Yeah. Easy to keep them off them when you're on them. 
I will say, as uh, the, the smoking gun were, and I received the story, says, if 25 plus years on the crime beat has taught us anything, it's that when it comes to v- police vehicle stops, number one, there's always drugs or weapons in the Crown Royal bag. Number two, there's always crack cocaine in the crazy glue container. And three, <laughs> if a suspect is wearing a dare shirt, they're probably holding. Yeah, it's so true. Oh, and I she, love it. in her like booking photo, she's looking down. It looks like like a glamour shot. She's like, mm-hmm, I gotta look. Mm-hmm, I'm wearing a dare shirt. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. She knows what she's doing. All right. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, yes, she does. She's like, yep. Mm-hmm. It's me. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, it is time for us to play a game. That game is called The Throwback. Live! We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Hey.